3: Recording live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. You know who is in the building Mm. today. I'm with
0: my fellas. Yes, sir. D Mack, you looking good today, brother? Oh, yeah, man. Listen, I I think I got. Pretty much everything I wanted to say out mad sh- yesterday. Yeah. Are you sure, Danny yeah, McCray? I, I think I, it was light yesterday too. It, <laughs> it was, was light. light. I think
3: <laughs> it was light. Anyway, you are now rocking. <laughs> you are now rocking with the best. This is the Players Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. And at the desk, per usual, my dude, Danny McCray, uh former safety, Dallas Cowboys safety, and Chicago Bears safety. Mm-hmm. Across from me, per usual, mm-hmm. is my man Barry Church. Yes, sir. Former Jacksonville Jaguar and Dallas Cowboy. Man, you both of your teams, is, is doing both of your we in, the, teams in there. We in there, man. But fellas, we're we going to start this thing like we always do before we get to what happened yesterday. Go back to the scene of the crime here in the studio. Because uh, that was an assaulting mm. that happened up in here, HR. VC, uh, <laughs> mm. mm. <laughs> how are you
1: today,
2: sir? I'm doing amazing, man. It's a beautiful day out. You know, I don't play for TCU, so, you know. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, that was ugly. <laughs> 65 to 7? Yeah, we're going to get Ooh, to that. we're we'll going to get into that. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing great, man. Loving life, doing good, man. Loving life, doing
3: mm-hmm. good. Potty training over here, man. We working on it yet? Or yet no, no,
0: no. No, we're not potty training yet. I'm still buying diapers. Uh, no, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm wishing them. it on you. I'm wishing it on you. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Speaking but, into but, existence. But, but until then, I'm okay. Right, I'm okay. All right. She, she wake up. I put her to bed at 8. She wake up at 10.30 to come get in my bed. So, you yeah. know, this is. I, I don't know what else to do. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, brother! But you know, it is, it is what it is. <laughs> like so. clockwork, ten thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sleep bad. She sleep bad. Oh, no, no, she, no, 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 oh, no! I no, thought no, you no, meant no. like she was out the whole time. No, 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 no. I put her in the bed at eight p.m. She wake up at ten thirty p.m. Oh. to come get in our bed, yeah. oh. and then she sleep bad. Oh. Not so, yeah. I meaning she wake up. No, yeah, she yeah. She, yeah. she spins in the yeah, bed. She's she talking to <laughs> <her> sleep. She <laughs> asking for juice on sleep. You know. So when I wake up in the morning, my eyes red. I'm tired. I'm like, I ain't getting no sleep last night. That's what be wrong with you, dog. You sleep deprived. Look thank you, with,
3: Thank you for telling us what's going <laughs> on. You need some sleep, dog. don't,
0: Zoe, man.
3: <laughs> Zoe, let this man sleep, please, <laughs> please, sleep. Yeah. Hard out here. It, is, it <laughs> is hard out here, Boy, I tell you, these new these new parents, boy, they the <laughs> come get in their bed. Remember that? Remember those days, man. Nicky? We, hey, we was hey, get up. We're going to no. take you right back over as many times as we got to put you back in your bed, as gently as we have to mm. put you back
2: in your bed. Mm-hmm. You are not going to sleep mm-hmm. in my bed. Man, every day I'll be passed out in the car. Next thing you know, i wake up, I'm in my room like, man, what, what's going on? I don't, <laughs> wait a minute. How wait we a, get here? Wait a minute, baby. We're going to have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you no. need to be
3: putting <laughs> in the NFL No, 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 no.
1: I'm talking about when I was a baby. When I was a kid. When I was a kid. All right? I'm talking about when I was a kid. When I was a kid. Right? Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm talking about without that. Come on, man. We need to redo the show. You oh, didn't mean to say that? <laughs> no, no. I'm good on, the, on, the, on the, <laughs> the mental state. I'm all right. I'm all right, man. <laughs> hey. all right, book, bookmark this. <laughs> Please. I, about, I pull up to the to the house. So I just, they say I know I'm in the crib. Oh, man,
0: That's,
3: nah. That sounds like class action
1: lawsuit. Hey, check
0: on your friends. Check
3: on your friends. Check, no, I'd have That was the I'd have been on that. Check, check, check on it. your people. This is Check on your people Tuesday. Oh, Thank man, you for nah. telling us. That's the reason why I do the mental check in. <laughs> hey, they always showing signs. So oh, it, it, nah. make sure you keep up with the signs. But man, look. Last night, if y'all were watching football last night, we all were looking forward That's what forward y'all
1: want to call it? Football?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. No. We were all looking forward to that game last night. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs versus the Horn Frogs from TCU. And, man, what
0: excitement. Who'd you pick? <laughs> I picked Georgia. I think I picked Georgia too. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You you talking about TCU. I said S C C. Nah. Come man, on. I don't remember all that. I don't
1: remember all he that. He did.
3: Come he on. He said I'm an SEC
1: he guy. Said, SEC. No, I I it.
0: I, I right. told you he campaign
3: manager. He 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 <laughs> He went there, but, <laughs> you but he was clear. TCU. You. I said with my
2: heart. I said I take TCU go. Go. with my heart. Here you go. You did. I, I did. Because I wanted an upset. You, know I know, you, I know, know saying, you was with Mattress Mac, night. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I
1: told Mac.
3: I said, Matt, you don't want to <laughs> make this you Mac, Then Mac went God. in full force. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> how much <laughs> Matthew Mac put on there, man? What? No, yeah. Oh, man, dog, man. man, that's why I thought
3: he was giving away free furniture again. Man. Man, how do you come? Uh, anyway. Like, Mattress yeah.
0: Mac yeah. been doing it for a long time. Yeah, he, he selling yeah, a lot of furniture. He got some bread. I was in high school. Mattress Mac was the guy. He had commercials all over the place. Really? Matt
3: got that bread, though. He got that bread. But, man, what? 65? To 7 Basketball. 65-7. to seven. And then look, it was a point in this game where I was like, somebody need to come out, like committee need to get together and say, stop this.
1: Put the running clock on there. Stop
3: what? this. They do it in high school. That was bad. They do it in high school. They do the running clock in high school. Because that thing could have gotten ugly. That was bad. That could have gotten really bad. If y'all think about it, they played four, I mean, four quarters of that. First team all the way. I don't. I. I. I don't even want to say what the score could have been. Sixty
0: five points. Hicks said it could have got really.
3: No. could
1: could have scored with an eighty on that
3: thing. What? Sixty five. That was bad. That was. That was bad. But let me get you guys' take on uh, what you saw last night and and the fact that this is expanding to ten more teams.
2: Man, to be honest, I looked at that and I. You could clearly see. You know, TCU. Whatever the case may be, maybe they put all their energy into that Michigan game. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. But it just looked like they didn't belong on that same field right. um, with Georgia out there, man. I mean, you could tell from the jump. You know, Stinson Bennett, you know, whatever the case may be, the guy just had it going. I mean, he he was out running some of TCU's DBs. And I'm like, it's just not fair. And then we talked to CB earlier, the, the wonderful producer that he is. And you could tell. He could see that the, the offensive lines was just getting pushed. Back into uh, Duggan's face the entire afternoon, man, and so it just to me it just looked like TCU just didn't belong and
0: and the moment was just too big for him, man. Yeah, no, I think I don't, you know, goodness gracious, I watched the game and it was confusing to me of why people even thought that TCU had a chance. All right, yeah. the truth of the matter is, okay, Georgia is more talented. They got bigger, faster, stronger guys. The program and the conference that they're in has prepared them more than the, uh, the conference that TCU is in, who lost to Kansas State, yeah. not even hanging a banner this year because mm, they lost yeah. to Kansas State in the Big 12, mm, yeah. all right? It lets you know how not good Michigan was and Ohio State was – they played Georgia a little bit better. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's just different levels of competition, and that's, no, and that's no knock against TCU. They had a great season. But you saw it out there. The same. We talked about winters. Yeah. last last week and how how he stood out last week Georgia had that guy looking very average when he Extremely, was out there. Yes. I'm talking about multiple times. You looked up and I was like, "This dude, Winter's is gonna make a play." And then they're like, "Oh no, nah, that's no, he's not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not him." Okay. But you see the different caliber of athletes that go to a school like Georgia, who is now a back-to-back national champion, mm-hmm. and then a, a school like TCU. So they got some catching up to do. Do they belong on that field? They belong on the same field as Notre Dame when it comes to these shots fired. Well, when they come to these playoffs, yeah. man, when you go out there, they got one more time to go out. There and put that type of performance up, and they'll be in the same uh, the same bucket as Notre Dame, who every time they go out there, they put up something that you just don't want to watch. What the bill? Yeah, well,
3: this was the, I don't want to say bedwetting by TCU because it looked like from the beginning they were outclassed. You know, Man. it's you know it's levels to it, and it's clear that the Georgia Bulldogs is on another level. But where I worry is with the expansion of more teams. I would just say it, man. Alabama would have been – two loss, Alabama would have been more physical than that. Yeah. I agree with you. Would have proposed more of a threat. Two loss, Tennessee would have, I believe, would have given you more than that. Yeah. Teams – but if you're going to say, let's give – and I don't even know who the the 12th team is, all right? But let's just say a North Carolina, a team like that, uh, just the ACC or wherever – Big 12 team, oh, you, whomever, and you put them in the same category as a Georgia right now. I, I, man, that's, that's pro That's holy, league. league, man. they <laughs> right there. <laughs> just the speed alone. And I'm telling you right now, Ladd McConkey, he open right now, wherever he is. He's wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 he He's open. I'm
1: like, dog. Oh, It's wow, just, this man. It's tight in. Oh he, was, oh,
0: he was always. He oh, Brock Bowers. Bowers. He bro, cold. He cold. Brock Bowers. He called. Brock Bowers. He called. He was eating. Flex cold. him out, line him up. Uh, he whole cold. monster. He Last cold. time I see the tight end line, bro, that, he was out there. They was all balling. I mean, they were playing TCU, and they looked at it. They looked at it like, hey, man, we finna go out here. We finna eat. I see a video of these dudes eating buffalo wings on the sideline.
2: That was that was. Out That's of so pocket. disrespectful.
0: Before halftime,
2: <laughs> they over there in the suite. Like, let me get a, let me get them out. You know, what I mean? let, me get, yeah. bro, let me get a lemon pepper over yeah. there.
0: What? Give me a peach <laughs> drink. You, oh, <laughs> but, before
1: halftime, you eat wings? I'm disrespectful. Yeah. But
0: to your point, I, all it's gonna end up being is uh, SEC West champion, SEC East champion, and then one of the Big Ten champions are going to be the final three in mm. the final three or four uh, of that. Every time. Every every time after you get past the first round, which it may be one or two interesting games because at that point you're going to have – some of those teams that, that you name, North right. Carolina, Utah, mm-hmm. somewhere, yes. playing in, in those games against each other, it's gonna be like it's gonna look like oh they, they're ready, they're like, they, they, USC, yeah, like they, they, they can do it. And then well, as they move on, then you're gonna see that the upper echelon of talent, the Georgias, the Tennessees, the Alabamas, the LSU's, the Ohio States, those are gonna be the same teams that end up <laughs> in the uh, in the championship every single time, no matter how big how uh, much you expand the playoffs.
3: Do you say to yourself, I mean, because I. Obviously
1: the commonality. We all are college athletes.
3: <laughs> no, no. Uh, for, for you guys coming up during a time just like me where they couldn't they couldn't pay you. Mm. <laughs> they couldn't pay you any money. But now with the NIL deal transfer portal and all of that, people are saying, okay, now the transfer of power throughout college football should be the great equalizer now where George doesn't get to hoard all of the talent. Uh Alabama doesn't get to hoard all the talent. You see some of the classes that the University of Texas is getting. Mm-hmm. And so you're asking yourself, you know, can they can these other teams make up the difference? TCU will never know what it's like to be on that level, but they found out last night that these are the kinds of things that you have to recruit in order to beat a Georgia. Do you believe that with the NIL and the transfer portal, that, that maybe that would be a deterrent from SEC teams? Pretty much running the table.
0: Let me let tell me you something else about the SEC. They also have the best coaches. They The Nick Saban tree, which yeah. is where Kirby Smart came from, is now back-to-back uh, national champions, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. And then the championships that Nick Saban <laughs> won on the west side of that as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you sprinkle something in, in there every once in a while. You get an LSU in there. You get Ohio State in there. But for the most part, That's the so. coaching – is different from those upper echelon schools as well as the talent. So it's not just – it's not you can just go buy great, great players and then not put them in the right position to be out there and go make those plays. You also have to have the coaching. And these Big Ten schools, the, the top two that are up there – Michigan. Uh, but Ohio, but, but Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State, Ohio, State Ohio State more than that. And then, of course, the big two in the SEC would be uh, Alabama and, uh, and right now Georgia. Yeah, right. the, the, the coaching is just different. Yeah,
2: coaching definitely matters. And like you said, I mean, you got the best of the best in the SEC. The only chance that those kind of outside the SEC conferences have is if they can get a quarterback. Cause I mean we see that's the biggest difference in these in these schools that you're going against powerhouse like Stenson he ain't the greatest of all time, but everything around him mm-hmm. is the greatest of all time. Yeah. The only way to be able to combat that is if you got that guy behind the helm that can play well. And if you look at Ohio State, they had Stroud. And he, him and his connection with his receivers, they was giving Georgia everything they could have. All right. right. So I think if you can get these quarterbacks to come to these different conferences, then you got a chance. But I mean they gotta be something extremely special. Cause we see what we're dealing with at SEC. Like you said, they're all bigger, faster, stronger in that division. And you talk about defenses, not only is the top eleven you know good, but the people that are backing them up—they're getting drafted as well. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's some cats from Georgia that's gonna get drafted that maybe seen ten snaps all year long. I mean, right. there's, there's just depth on top of depth in the SEC, and that's really what puts them beyond these other schools. Is that they just got so much piled onto it that you can go through that first layer and be like, "All right, we we, we weathered the storm." And here comes that second layer that's just as good. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's me, a tough let me, situation. Let me get to
0: church real quick, okay? He said greatest of all time. Greatest of all time college football team is the LSU team of 2019. Man, stop. Not the Georgia team of last night. <sighs> so, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I you know, you put them two teams on the field, and that LSU team is beating that Georgia team.
3: You know what? Uh, I, I I'm a, I'm gonna tell you like
0: this. Uh, I,
3: I'm a, I I tend to agree with you simply because they definitely had the better quarterback and receiver. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, quarterback
0: yeah. and receivers. Oh, absolutely. That, I mean, you can watch you can watch what they're doing now. But that yeah. that defense for Georgia had man. Yeah, yeah our, our, that, our defense, that, was, defense was brutal. Yeah, our defense that, wasn't that, as good as Georgia's, but our offense was better than that. That's what, what it made. Up. It'd have been a good game. Yeah, well, but Georgia's offense is not not world beaters either so our defense would have still, would have yeah. still man
3: have some respect for yourself Barry. Toledo would have put up at least 20 20 nah. what
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go with
1: y'all I can't go with y'all <laughs> okay. I, 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 I'm gonna ball balled out but as a total yeah we'd have got yeah. it, wouldn't it wouldn't have been 65-7 I know that one. it wouldn't have <laughs> been that but be t- church would <laughs> be mad as hell like there. and
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we see number 42 walking to the locker room
1: <laughs> <laughs> church told me the third quarter damn
0: um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of it, man. You hate to see it. Yeah, go. that was my first. Now, thing. Shout out, but shout out TCU, man. They they made it. Yeah, uh, they that's did. that's one of those. Every once in a while, you have those stories, those Cinderella stories, and it just didn't end off. A Cinderella ending for oh, them. Oh God! Who was
2: that last year? Was that Cincinnati? Last year yeah, did Cincinnati. It? Did they get smacked
0: or did they make
3: it
2: at least a game? I forgot. Yeah, smacked. Yeah, well, it, it yeah. happens, bro. It's just yeah. man, you
3: have it's no different. business. It's like you don't have no business out here, man. You need to go back over there and play with the rest. <laughs> different.
2: The last one was
0: who? Oklahoma with Mayfield was the last one. Was that- when, it, when it was. It was close. Oh yeah, was, they lost they, an overtime yeah, in overtime yeah. in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So that that
3: may uh, have been the last time. But guys, we're going to talk about some Cowboys here while we have a few minutes before we go to break. Um, did you get it out of your system yesterday? Did you Did you feel like you, you emptied your buckets on the negativity? I mean, now we have to we have to start to you know draw the circle the wagons yeah. to start talking about. This this victory on Monday. Victory, yeah. We gotta yeah. start talking about victory on Monday. It's playoff week. Are you
2: saying do we feel better about the game? Yes. I, if I'm being completely honest, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't feel any better than I did you know, the other day when we. No, were no, no. About let it. me let me not
3: say that. Not better about the game. Better yes. about the fact that the season is over. Okay. And that you have a new season in the playoff.
2: Okay, yeah. If you if you look at it that way, that's you know, the only
3: way you can they, look at they it. They
2: gotta, they you know, it's it's a fresh year. Everybody got a chance.
3: Everybody got a chance.
2: Only way you get to the Super Bowl. Only got a chance.
3: Only
0: way you get to the Super Bowl is in the playoffs. So I mean, <laughs> that's, that's you, you can't true. skip this step, right? That's crazy. It's crazy that you. That's how you went from TCU where everybody got a chance, but they made the playoff. <laughs> I'm just and sure. now you talk about oh yeah, Cal. Yeah, we got. to <laughs> I'm yeah, happy. I'm happy. Change. I'm happy that the season is over with, and hopefully the page is turned and they forgot about. It. Everything that happened during the regular season and we become a new team. That is the hope. Mm -hmm. That is the hope. That we somehow become the team that was running the ball, playing good defense, and protecting the ball. That is the hope. And today you have a practice. Uh, No, off today. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow they
3: come back for a practice. And there's a lot to be worked on and a lot to talk about and sit down and circle and underline and say, look, we need to fix this. Possibly the left side of your defense at the cornerback position. Oh, that's under attack.
2: Yeah. We 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 talked about that. The levy has broken. Tell us how you really feel, Barry. That's under attack, man. And and you're not going against, you know – a guy that, you know, maybe he's in his you know eighth year or sixth year that's just kind of rounded into his form. You might be able to trick him here and there. You're going against a man that's been in the league, what, 20-some years now. Right. Seeing every defense there is out there, it's hard to disguise your defense or try to talk him into something. The only way you get under this man's skin and the only way you, you kind of get this guy down in the dumps or, or take advantage of him is if you can get pressure on him and you can get pressure on that man, particularly up the middle, then you got a chance. As we all know, he's not the most athletic guy. All right, He's a quarterback that loves to be in that pocket, loves to be in his spot, stay in his spot, and try to dissect your defense that way. If this was week six, week four, week five, when this defensive line was humming, getting six sacks a game type deal, I'd be like, I'm feeling pretty good. But what we've seen these past couple weeks, besides last week when they were going against Sam Hound, got three sacks, they haven't been doing much as far as pressuring the quarterback. And if you give Tom Brady time back there, it doesn't matter who you got on that defensive side of the football. He's going to be able to dissect you because what he does well is he takes what the defense gives you. If you backing off and playing zone, all right, I'm going to throw this little check down to Leonard Fournette. All right, I'm going to throw this hit to the tight end real quick. He may take a shot here and there, but he's going to take what the defense gives you. And he's going he's gonna to try to kill you with a thousand cuts. We all understand that about Tom Brady.
0: So, Unless they can get pressure, man, it, it, it's going to be a long afternoon. Yeah, and I'm I'm piggybacking on what you said on one of those points of like, yeah, if you don't disrupt the timing of mm-hmm. Tom Brady and his receivers at, at some point, right, if you just want to play off a of play zone the whole time, but you're not jamming guys and, and throwing them off of their uh, they, they paths mm-hmm. when they're running up the seam or trying to get across the field – yeah, that's when he gets the ball out in, in, in two seconds, and he, yep. he nickel and dimes you, right? He, he'll throw six-yard hitch here, throw it to the flat here, throw, throw it to Leonard Ford and for seven mm-hmm. yards. Before you know it, it's a 12-play drive for eight minutes and a touchdown. Like, yep. you have to find a way, one, to get some pressure on him and – Throw the timing off on these routes, yeah, right? Absolutely. Throw the timing off on it, and then you got a shot. And I think that's the only chance we have of winning this game, is if our defense comes out and wins this game for us.
3: And, and so, what I'm what I'm really alluding to, guys, is the fact that the big playability of the Washington Commanders had to have troubled you, especially seeing the way that Sam Howell was fitting the ball in to scare Terry and and Dotson. Dotson. Yeah. Um, one player, Mackenzie Alexander, was bought in uh, last month, I believe, yeah. uh, and now on the practice squad and has been rumored to
0: be on the active roster. Okay. He better be. Something. Because right My name.
1: have <laughs> <laughs> well, seen the guys. Yeah. You what they got.
0: I'm saying it's a one-game season right now. Yo. You, you bring but in This room. is it. You put your Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so going off of what
3: you're saying, you're saying, look, all, you solve all of that by getting your pass rush back. hmm Okay? You solve all of that by getting Tom Brady off of his spots and get, making him uncomfortable. That's still relying on your front. Yeah. Okay, they, talk about me selling hopium. <laughs> that, no, but that's, that's essentially what you have to do to win this game. But at some point, your secondary is going to have to hold up. On the left side right now, across from Trayvon Diggs, we have been suffering, mm-hmm. and whether it be with Deron Bland, whether it be with uh, Nation Wright, it doesn't matter who we put over there. That has been the weakest link. Is that something this week? Is you're working in practice? How do you get that fixed on on a moment's notice going in versus Tom? <laughs> they they
2: got to send help. <laughs> All right, they got to send help. Like I understand, like Diggs on the, on the, on the side that he's on, man. I think Diggs is the top three corner in this league. You know, okay. Last year he got all those interceptions, which was great, but his technique was kind of, you know, there was left to be had out there. There was some yeah. left to be had. But this year I feel like he's turned the corner, has become a complete corner as far as being able to take the football away, being able to shut down receivers. We've seen what he was able to do against one of the best in Justin Jefferson. All right? Do you, you a, travel him? I'm traveling him. All okay. right, I'm traveling That's him I'm up on. with Evans. I'm sitting there saying, man, man everything. Every I'm putting him on. I'm saying, look, Diggs, you gotta have this matchup. You gotta be able to put your hands on this man. And I'm not saying shut him out completely because that's a hard thing to do in this league, but you gotta limit him over there. And I'm putting all my other assets and I'm helping that young guy out on the other side. I'm helping Bland out and I'm helping whoever they decide to put out there, whether it's Mullen, Wright, Alexander, whoever the case may be, I'm helping them out there, and I'm saying, Diggs, you, you gotta handle this on your own over there. Cause we know Tom Brady, he watches film, yeah, and he's looking at that and saying, Man, they were wearing that whoever was over there, it don't matter. They were wearing those guys out over there. And you got not only do you have Godwin in the slot, so Bland's going to have his hands yeah. full, but you got Julio Jones coming off of a couple weeks of rest. All right? Now, I'm not saying he's the old Julio. He's still Julio. But he can still give you some gas on that outside. a yeah, so next the, time it, catch you, maybe we won. Exactly. On, on Anthony Brown. So – to me, you, you gonna have your, you, you know, you gonna have your fill over there in wide right. receivers. You gotta put some expenses over there. You gotta have a safety leaning over the top to, uh, to help against the deep ball. Maybe a linebacker buzzing underneath. But we gotta make sure we keep everything in front of you because yeah. that's the last thing you wanna do is give Tom Brady a cheap one over the top, and he's already sitting there with a seven zero spot. He, he, that's just not what you wanna do.
3: Do you agree with that game plan about traveling digs, uh or do you say leave him where he is?
0: I, I agree with it, but I think you got to mix it up uh, from time to time. Just because with motions and, and shifts, they—they, they, I think if you just th- just say, "Hey, man, we're gonna travel this guy every time." Yeah, there are ways that they can find a way to then isolate him throughout motion mm-hmm. or line up in twins and yeah, bring him true. back or whatever, and then still get him one on one with uh, whoever <laughs> whoever they want. So I think you got to mix it up and say, "Hey." Man, 80% of the time you're going, you're going to travel, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you when you're traveling just uh-huh. to make sure that they don't know exactly where he's going to be at. But that's that's the worst part about this game is that yeah. you have to do all that for one position. Yeah. You still got to stop the run. Yes. You still got to worry about the slot because Godwin is, is no slouching. He's yeah. actually a, probably one of the best slot receivers in the league. You still got to do all that, and you got to focus all his attention on trying to figure out how you stop Mike Evans Oh, and Julio Jones, who has been resting for the last few weeks.
3: Oh. Well, that's a, lot to, that's a lot to take in, and uh, but I'm, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a guy that probably lives rent-free in one of our coaches' heads. Stay with us here on the Players' Lounge. We'll be back with more.
4: Smoothie King, rule the day.
2: Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor. Guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free
5: $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield.
3: Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round on the end of the 2022 NFL playoffs. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday, January 16th. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while while enjoying lawn games, food trucks, music, and more. Gates open at 530 and kickoff is at 715 for more information visit dallascowboys.com slash 2022 playoffs back in action here at the swbc mortgage studios heckma harrison danny mccray bear church yes, guys before uh i took a break i said there's a there's a player that lives rent free in this coach's head and uh i do believe it's tom brady the to dan quinn there's no way there's no way Dan Quinn does not hate Tom Brady. <laughs> 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 there's no there's no possible way. <laughs> I understand. Like you interview these coaches, they give you all this coach's speech and all these metaphors and all this happy stuff. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If you was one of his boys sitting down with him at a cigar bar and you asked him this question about Tom Brady, he says that. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> yep. Because for six quarters, mm. Dan Quinn has beating this man. One man has taken two Super Bowl rings from him. Mm.
2: That's a lot of achievements, too. You got that Super Bowl. You, you don't, he's probably still the head coach. Yeah, oh, absolutely. In Atlanta right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get. Ooh, you got to feel some type of way. You have to. You got to.
3: You have to. to. And when you look at the numbers, everything that you look at, I mean, again, you have to be living under a rock to not know that the Cowboys lost on Sunday. And everybody <laughs> and their mama is telling you about why the Cowboys can't win on Monday because they never beat Tom Brady. mm Ever
2: eight no seven and no. You've never beat Tom Brady
3: mm. ever. This has never happened. You've never seen it. Okay, in your mind, mentally, even with all of those, it. God, and let's not even talk about the last time that the Dallas Cowboys has won a road playoff game. Man, you guys were probably still in pre K. That's a lot of stats against <laughs> you. Guys were in. I'm trying to think. No, this, no, no, I'm just I'm, I'm laying it all out there, keeping it in 100. Keeping it in 100. There's a lot of get there's a lot against you in this game. If you look at it, you have a quarterback that has beat your defensive coordinator down several times, you have a quarterback that you have never beaten. So, Danny McCray. <laughs> Ray of sunshine. Whoa. Sell me a unicorn. Oh. <laughs> sell a big dog. Sell me a unicorn. Unicorn. Tell me how I stole my last unicorn. To <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. I'm
3: sold out. Come on, dog. I'm
0: sold Please. out. Please just put a bone on a horse's head. Do something. Tell I'm me. Sold out. Uh, it, if anything, uh, I will have to. I'm, I'm going to take the same route that I used when everybody kept coming back talking about. See that pattern that the Cowboys on? They lose one, win two, lose one, <laughs> win yeah. four. And I'm like, that is irrelevant. All right, this is irrelevant. All the losses that the Cowboys have to Tom Brady in the past are irrelevant when they play on Monday. This is probably the worst off that the Cowboys have caught Tom Brady. Yeah, This yeah. is probably the worst off, like, team-wise. He down at, bad right you, now. When you're looking at <laughs> how how the season went, <laughs> high-ended form, they snuck into the playoffs, this is probably your best shot is saying, you know what, hey, yeah, we go going to kick him right now. Yeah. Kick him. The worst part about it is, Yeah, we down too. Mm -hmm. So, this is the battle of two teams who are looking for anything to find that little motivation to kickstart them into a deep run into the playoffs. And great for us that we've never beaten Tom Brady. And it is Tom Brady. So, if you somehow figure out a way to pull off this win, I think the confidence of this team goes through the roof. But you got to figure out a way to beat them. And Dan Quinn just ain't been able to do it in those big-time moments. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully – Third time's the charm. Two uh, two Super Bowls, no, this is the next biggest moment. The regular season, yeah, yeah, whatever. This is your next biggest moment. Hopefully the third time is the charm. And y'all know how I feel about Dan Quinn. So I think... You know I'm gonna just hold that until because that left corner spot got me. Yeah. I need to figure out if late Vanderver is playing too. Yeah. like I, I, yeah. I, I, no, I'll right. hold off on it, but I want Dan Quinn to have as many tools in the box as he as he possibly can. And right now we just a little light, so I'm gonna wait until the injury report and all this stuff start to come out before. No, I, I understand that. Before man. I say
2: it, it makes me nervous, man. It makes me nervous overall because if you look at it. I mean, I'd rather be going against a, a team in Tampa that maybe had won, you know, the last couple games. So they come in here, oh, we overlooking the Cowboys. They ain't nothing. You know, now nah, they they're, they're in the same predicament kind of that, that the Cowboys are in. You know, they struggle throughout the season, up and down. Man, but you know, the only thing that the Cowboys can really grasp onto in uh, all reality if you look at it is, you know, Tampa Bay struggles immensely in running the football. And that's something that the Dallas Cowboys struggle in and stopping it, but Leonard Fournette, uh, I forget the guy named White. That's Mm just kind of – they go back and forth in in the backfield. They struggle. They struggle really bad to run the ball. And hopefully we get some of that struggles on Monday. Uh, (laughs) I don't like that I'm hearing that the center Jensen might be coming back for Tampa Bay because that was – that's like – that was their, you know, Travis Frederick. That was the guy that kind of had their whole offensive line going in the right direction. So hurt all year, hurt he heard heard all, year. all now year. Wants to
3: come
1: back now.
2: All of a sudden, <laughs> holy water, holy water. <laughs> he, so he lives, he's risen. That's that's that that's going to be a hurt piece right there if he's able to go out there. But the only thing, maybe, maybe the Cowboys. I mean, Hank Haskins, right. Haskins. Maybe he can come exactly. back in there because we had we played against better against the run when he was involved. And then Van Der Esch. I mean, Van Der Esch was having one of his better seasons. So, hopefully he can come back in there and stop it. But right now, heck, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm grasping for straws right now. I'm just, man. Because he, he remember uh, how many uh,
0: rushing yards they put up on us on week one. Fournette had a of 152. 152. Same team. Banders played. Yeah. Same team, yeah. And you had AB. Yeah, it's the same guys, bro. <sighs> yeah, you had a full secondary. Team. Yeah, you had all you guys. Good. <sighs> and you go into it, and then you. Let's, and that's like one of those times where like you play a team, and then they beat you, and you hope that they go on to have a really good season, so then that can validate, like you know what? Everybody lost to them, but it didn't happen that way. We went out there and lost, We're like you know. But we ended up winning <laughs> twelve games, Yeah, right. and they somehow struggled and, and scratched and clawed and found their way into the playoffs, and now now we're about to play them again mm-hmm. and it's like all right at first we, we thought this was a really good team and now you realize that it's not mm-hmm. and you're like man we got to go beat this team that's really not that good in they place. We, well we yeah. should beat them in their place because we should be better than them based off how the seasons went but right now I don't think anybody in Cowboys Nation is just like super confident mm-hmm. that that's gonna happen one because you lost to them in week one they rushed the ball on you and they're not a good running team mm-hmm. so what's to say that that won't happen again that's true we got some stuff to figure out this week. That's why I'm glad we don't play until Monday, man. So yeah. we got some extra time. We got some guys that can heal up with an extra. Get the day. lab, all right. We got some guys on the O line who can get a little bit more, a little bit more unity in there. there it so. Is. Because, you know, we, I'm sure we'll talk about what McCarthy said about uh, Tyron Smith a little later. But, sure. yeah, it's it's a learning process. Big Nate says it all the time. <laughs> he says, hey, man, move from left to right. is not as easy as just, hey, I'm going from strong safety to free safety. All right? No. It is a totally, entirely different process of working your right side of your body and your left side of your body. Yeah. Your strong, dominant hand may be your right. If you move over to the left, now it has to be a whole different thing. And, same, and vice versa from left to right. So Tyra Smith is working, trying to figure it out – Hopefully this is the week where it gets figured out because we need them.
3: Which side of the ball, guys, looking at this matchup with Tampa? do you come in with the most confidence in? And I'm not saying that you have a whole lot of confidence in either side. All right? But I'm just saying, if there's one side of the ball that you can say, I have the most confidence in this side of the ball.
2: I got to go, even with the injuries, I got to say I'm still leaning on the defensive side of the football. Okay. Because you still have that D-line. You still got Michael Parsons. You still got um, Tank and all those guys up there that can still get after the quarterback, I believe. So, I believe. I'm saying the defensive side of the football still is the strength of this team, even though they struggled a little bit here and there. But the most important side, I believe, has got to be that offensive side, and it got to be that because you cannot turn the football over. If you turn the football over and give Brady even more opportunities to go out there and throw the dagger on you, they more likely he's going to take advantage Right. Of it. So the strength of this defense, in my opinion, but the most important side is definitely that offense and taking care of the football. He's going
0: to steal both sides. <laughs> he just, he just, he just, both sides. He just did that. Well, I was sitting yeah. there for a the second. I'm going opposite the church. I'm going what. With- <laughs> offense yeah I think the offense has to do something spectacular but are you most confident I'm most confident that our offense can move the ball against their defense Ooh. and the reason why is because I have no idea of Leighton Van Der Esch is playing I have no idea if we're gonna be able to stop the run or if we can hold up on that left corner spot those are huge huge question marks mm-hmm. for you to go into a game playing against a Mike Evans Julio Jones and Godwin. Mm-hmm that is it's just a huge question mark. So I need to see, one, who's going to be healthy. And two, I know that, like, I'm, I'm I'm like you on this one. Like, I know Dak can play better. Yeah. I know. So I'm, I'm going to keep saying, hey, man, it, 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 it's going to click. Yeah. It's going to click. And when it does, if it does, then you have an entirely different team. Your oh, team wow, is now. entirely different when he is clicking on all cylinders. He's hitting CeeDee Lamb. He's hitting Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard, and Zika rolling because Dak is on his stuff. You're a totally different team. So I believe that he still has it in him. He has to. He got $40 million a year. He got it in him somewhere. Yeah. He better find it. Uh, But I think he can. So I think that is, to me, our ability, if he shows up, to play how he should. Receivers are catching the ball. We got the addition of T.Y. Hilton. If all those guys show up, I think then they will be the strength of the team this week. Okay. No, the key for me is what you said in in, in that uh, statement was
3: Zeke and Tony Pollard getting rolling. This whole offense, the balance that they've had, and you think about the way that they survived those five games after Dak Prescott got hurt in the first game, was through the running game. That's something you've been preaching from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Kellen, run the damn ball. (laughs) And so you're back to that point. And there are a lot of people in this fan base that feel like, I don't want to see you running on first down no more and blah, 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 whatever. But even in this situation versus Tom Brady, I think you say the best way to defeat, defeat Tom Brady is keep him sitting down on the other side. That's it. And that that's going to take a, a matter of skill in itself by field position, ball control, running the ball is basically what what's going to have to happen. And where I feel like that Prescott has been at his best is when play play action is actually working, yeah. when the team isn't fooled by. Because I think you where you said it that. This defensive coordinator is going to bring everybody to the line of scrimmage and say, oh, yeah. beat me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah Beat me. This is the only way, okay? And if you're able to plow through that with your running game and have any success, then that sets you up for everything else that you want to look for over the top. So, mm, I'm going to keep that one. I'm going to put my feather. That's going to be a feather in my hat. You ain't going to be able to use that one to <laughs> get me. Got more ammo. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to take our last break on the Players Lounge, and we'll be back with
5: more talking about this defense. Mm.
4: Smoothie King, rule the day.
2: Back to the Players' Lounge.
3: It's playoff week, and the boys need you, Cowboy Nation. Show your team pride and support this postseason with the best gear in the league. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience, and let's get rowdy. Let's get rowdy! Mm. Come on, man! It's, it's playoff week. Let's
0: playoff.
3: Playoff week, man! Y'all got to feel good about Playoffs. this, man. Yeah, playoff. I love,
0: I love the enthusiasm. Man, I have to have something. You, you know, got an extra day for the game. So just... I gotta have
3: something, Danny McCray. I come in here every day with you. I have to be prayed up. I yes. have to get myself together. I be like, you know what? I'm That's gonna great. walk up out of here feeling good about gonna my see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory.
0: He I'm... gonna get won't he do it? Won't he
3: do? Won't he will? Um. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. That's how I feel. Mm. Um. But i tell you what, another thing that really has been worrying me, and this is a guy I watch every play. I'm singled in on him. I'm circle. I want to make sure I see where number 11 is. The Some, something else. Something going on. Something going on. The bazooka has been misfiring. Ooh. Uh oh, blank began blanks in there. Pew. And on mm. the bazooka ain't good. Ain't good? <laughs> <laughs> on the bazooka ain't good. You and you know, I I think it has I don't want to call it a sophomore slump or hit the wall or any of that. I think I misread personally what a kind of physical undertaking it was going to be for him to play defensive end. Mm. It has taken its toll on him.
2: Yeah.
3: And if you want a fresh player, you need him going into the playoffs. And I, I really didn't believe that he should have been playing uh, last Sunday, but I can tell that he's banged up, and it's hard for him to take that beating. And I don't know if I'm if I'm reading the room the wrong way, or if y'all have seen the same thing. But to me, uh, Mike Micah it, it doesn't look like himself—a shell of himself—and it may be because of the position that he's playing. I ask you guys: going into this Tampa game, are you looking for him to play? More linebacker, and have you noticed any deficiencies with Micah in at linebacker in the running game? Also,
2: well, I'll say this: um, Look, as great of a player as Micah is, because he's he's definitely off to an unbelievable start. Um, you know, he's not the biggest of defensive ends or or people that are rushing the pass so when you're going against those three hundred pounders and, you know, the Tyron Smiths of the world, each and every game and each and every play, it'll it'll wear on you. It'll wear on you a little bit. So it's not, you know, unexpected to see him kind of slow down just a little bit. But when you talk about the game plan and the scheme going to this game, I can see Quinn using him more as a chess piece, kind of like he was in his rookie year where we'll have him coming off the edge. You need that pressure up the gut to kind of fluster Tom Brady up in there. Let's put him in the A gap. Let him run over the center a little bit. I can see them putting him on the weakest matchup of their offensive line. Whoever's the weakest link on that offensive line, I can see him moving him around just to get him more opportunities to affect the game and get after the quarterback. Because when you leave him on one side, as great as he is, I mean, you're going to have people chipping him. You're going to have running backs chipping him, tight ends chipping him. You're going to have plays going in the opposite direction. And it kind of nullifies his his um, his ability out there. So yeah. if you use him as a chess piece, putting him all over the place, I can see him affecting the game a lot more that way than we've seen him by just lining him up at that left end or that right end.
0: Yeah, man, my man Micah tied. Okay, tied, boss. He tied, boss. Let me tell you something. Uh, was it four out of the last six of these quarterbacks that we played have been mobile quarterbacks? Yeah. All right. He so, yeah. He, how, how many times have you seen Micah chasing a guy? After, after you know, what I'm saying rushing the, or rushing yeah. the quarterback. Oh yeah. And sometimes you see him on the sideline, hands on the hip with the kickstand. That's what the legs cross, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, we know about you that. Kid, it, but yeah, i yeah, but yeah. you see it often enough, uh-huh. right? Because he's 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 a player who's one going to give 100 every time he, every time he's out there. And most of the time, if the quarterback breaks the pocket, Mike is the closest guy to him because yeah. he's got the speed to chase the guy down. The dude on top of playing defensive end, undersized. Yeah. Now he's also running further, more, spring more, doing all of that, especially throughout the last four weeks of the season. You think about that. You got, was it Davis Mills and them were running two, Driscoll, two quarterback yeah, system. Mm-hmm. Then you uh, had Trevor Lawrence, who, who had a run. uh, running ability. You just came off a week where Howell were, uh, scrambled for a touchdown and, and had the ability to get it. out. Yeah. Dobbs was scrambling. So you had you you have guys who are putting that type of pressure on on our uh, D-line as a whole, but we're just speaking about Michael Parsons, who yeah he, he might be a little tired, which is for this week. It's great. Because Tom Brady ain't scrambling nowhere. Yeah, that's all great. right. So you know once you in that in that rush in that tackle box, Tom Brady's most likely going to be inside that tackle box and he's gonna be making his throws from there or hopefully for us he's gonna be getting sacked yeah. from that tackle box. So it'll be easier on Michael Parsons this uh this week. The last time Michael Parsons saw Tom Brady, he had a multiple sack game.
2: Yeah, back to back.
3: And so, which was kind of crazy. I think everybody was surprised by that because of how quickly Tom Brady gets rid of the mm-hmm. ball. And that's been the major adjustment that I've seen quarterbacks make on our defense has been the fact that they get rid of the mm-hmm. damn ball Quick. fast. Mm-hmm. All right, to to kind of nullify that pressure. And I think that's where we're seeing uh, the back half uh, take. Take the most, uh, take the most punishment. But guys, that's our time. We did it. it Nui New- Scruggs will be back uh, tomorrow, and I'm TCU's sure. finals. Yeah, don't bring that hat. And you
1: know what? <laughs> <laughs> don't bring that hat well, in
3: here, man. I guess we, we didn't get no hats the last time, bro. <laughs> no, Do you think he'll? What's the over under? You think he'll bring us something back? He ain't ain't bringing no Mac. He ain't bringing no Mac. He he
0: gonna walk in here with his salad tomorrow Mm -hmm. in his his Duke's bag. That's it. That's it. With
3: his Lucas on.
0: You don't think he brought us nothing back? Nah, he ain't ain't
2: bringing nothing. 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 That nothing. He's gonna tell us about it though. Man, yeah. I went over the <laughs>
1: rock, oh yeah, I went over here, man. I was- hey, I was with Denzel. Yeah, he's gonna have a good story. Hey, what's that? I was with Denzel, me and Ice Cube you know what I mean? hanging out. Yeah, he signed sure. <laughs> <rock, he's
3: laughs> my shoes. He rock signed my shoes. Man, he's gonna have some stories, though. Oh uh, my man. New and Scruggs will be back tomorrow on the players Lounge. So we appreciate y'all hanging out with us, and we'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. So for Danny McCray and for Barry church. I'm Heckman Harrison. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
5: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!